Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. I've been doing this now for about six years, and this is one of my favorite, if not if not my favorite interview I do all year, is the uh, this one coming up. Carter Pilcher founded Shorts International in, two th- in the year 2000, coming from a background both in investment banking and law. Carter has made Shorts International and also Shorts TV, the world's leading short movie entertainment company. Uh, functioning as a distributor, broadcaster, and producer, Carter has extensive experience in short movie production and short movie entertainment. For the last six years, Carter's been coming on Film School Radio to talk about this, and we welcome his insights, his commitment, and love of short films, uh, and we look forward to uh, what I am sure will be another entertaining and, and enlightening conversation. Carter Pilcher, thank you so much for coming back to Film School Radio. Hi. Thank you, Mike. It's great to be here. I, I, uh, I am in the same shoes as you, but in reverse. I look forward to this every year. Two reasons. It's such a great interview. It's a lot of fun to be able to review all the films together. And every year it is the first step in the, when we bring the shorts back to theaters. So it's a really a great, it's a great moment for me. Oh, fantastic. And in that vein, there are films, the, this uh, program, this animated live action and documentary films are in fact on their way into theaters uh, in here in Los Angeles. Uh, is it is the first date that they're going to be in L.A.? Is it now or... I sh- tonight. Tonight. Yeah, that's uh, what I thought. Up on the... Tonight. Okay. You're always my... Uh, you're, right. I do you in the morning, and we open them in the evening. It's a great <laughs> time this right every year. Yeah. Um, and just just while we, you know, let's talk a, just a little bit about the um, a couple of the major areas in Los Angeles where you can see, see some of these films. Uh, we've got the Pacific Art-like, in in Hollywood, it's opening there. We've also got the Egyptian Theater tonight, Sunset Five, City Walk, Universal City. Uh, gosh, I mean, they're all over Pasadena, Culver City, Burbank. So they're everywhere. So all you have to do is they, go ahead. They definitely are. We're opening in uh, this year. In the past, last year was our biggest opening. We opened in two hundred and seventy theaters, almost three hundred. This year, we're opening in four hundred and sixty theaters tonight so it's a it's a big opening yeah that that's great okay well let's uh let's begin the uh sort of the conversation about uh this year's uh crop of animated live action and documentary films is there a sort of a unifying theory of these films this year or are they as desperate as i would uh as they are every year but is there something that you're seeing in terms of trends in filmmaking um, yeah. However you want to attack that. Yeah, I, I think definitely one of the trends is that the quality of the films, the, 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 in a sense, the authority of the filmmakers is, uh, is substantially increased. You know, it's a, it's a funny thing. One of the, the very first year we released the Oscar-nominated shorts, one of the directors had a film uh, that was set in Mexico. He is now, uh, and, and he, was, he was nominated, he didn't win. This year he's about to open, his name's Kerry Fukunaga, and he's directing, he's about to open the next Bond picture that he's directing. So these directors who are doing these films, 
are not only doing great work, but they are people who are on a on an arc of they're a they have a type of talent that powers them into some pretty big stuff. But I sure some of these films are, have very important issues, but even more importantly, or as importantly, they're done by some amazing talent and talented people. For instance, in live action, we have a film. Uh, called Saria that's by Brian Buckley. Brian Buckley has been nominated twice. This is his second nomination for an Oscar. He is the king of Super Bowl commercials. He is one of the biggest commercial directors in the United States. And this film that he's made, Saria, is a, is a testament both to his skill and the commitment to this issue. And the uh, Neighbor's Window is by a guy named Marshall Curry. Marshall has, this is his fourth Oscar nomination. So the and it's true in, in lots of these other films. Those are the two biggest examples. My only point being, it's uh, the shorts are, are not only great this year, but the talent behind them is absolutely top-notch, best in the world, and amazing. Yeah, and I would echo that as well, just in, in what you said about the the spectrum of talent here. We also have... Uh, films that have been nominated by that are student film make student films right in uh, daughter yeah. with uh, uh, Daria Kachiva, a student film and I believe sister the animated film is from a student as well am I I think I'm right about that sister is a Cal art student yeah uh, she made it as her graduation thesis film yeah uh, so so it is true that this category and you know and there's a Pixar film and that's competing head to head. Uh, and Matthew Cherry has the film Hair Love, his first animation that's competing with all of them. So it's a, you know, my, one of my favorite parts of these categories is you get amazing talent, and some of it's young, some of it's uh, more established in other areas, but they're, and some of it's from studios, some of it's independent, but they're all head to head competition, complete even playing field. And, you know, when you, when you look at it, it's very, you can't look at this and say, oh, that one was done by. A Pixar person, right? You you don't when you watch the movie, you don't even have a sense of by looking at the film of of where the filmmaker's coming from. But what you see is some amazing storytelling, and that's really what the great kind of the leveling thing that shorts allow you to yeah. do. I we, it's a, it's a really I think it's you know for me I, and I I know you share my view, but the truth is I think this is the most these are the most Three most exciting categories that the Academy awards every year. I agree. I agree. Well, let's let's dive in. Uh, which which t- uh, area do you want to tackle first? Live action, documentary, or or animated? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Well, let's uh, let's start with animation. They're always fun and yeah. maybe a little lighter. And I think and we have to, to say about them. Okay. Well, let's all I'll kick it off with live action. I just mentioned uh, Sister. Uh, let's talk about that. That's a wonderful film. Uh, in the sister, we have a lot of sisters in this year's release. You mean the animated film Sister? Is that right? Yes, correct. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, sister, the animation is amazing. It's made by a young, well, she's not a student anymore, but she came to the U.S. as a student, a Chinese filmmaker. She is uh, a, a very um, endearing personality, but and the film is made using puppets and stop motion animation about eight minutes. She tells the story of a, uh, it's really documenting this period that China has gone through, these kids who were part of the one 
child policy and and didn't grow up with brothers or sisters. So it's a it's a it's a story of a family, and it, there's a switch when you go from being. Uh, realizing that it's a, a larger family and then realizing it's a smaller family. Yeah. She, interestingly, last night was explaining, and she hasn't said this on the record before, but that this is really the story of her family and the fact that she, her parents, made it possible for her. To, she was the second, you know, in a one-child policy. Boys normally live, and the girls uh, get turned over to adoption agencies or don't grow up. And she was the child that got to grow up. Right. It's a, it's a very moving yeah. film. Yeah, that's she song, uh, her film, and she yes, absolutely. She shared that with us that this was in fact okay. Great. She she was very fortunate that she was as a second child that she is here, and it it it's a it's a beautiful it's very quirky film and what she she constructed her characters out of kind of a wool material and they had so it gives the 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 characters this kind of soft feel it's a very it's an unusual look it's black and white but it, it she does it beautifully she's able to incorporate this sort of reality fantasy part because the the film does go from a sort of an imagined uh life to uh to what actually happened or what what happened for a lot of families in China. So it it's a it's a beautiful film, but there's also a message in in it that uh that sort of sneaks up on you and uh, really pulls you in. Mm. I think absolutely and and it's a you know, it's a very soft message. It's very yeah. uh but it's, but it, it's a it's a beautiful film and and in my view it's a very important film, and I, certainly not a messagey film, but it's it's it has something to say that in the world, the way it is today, internationally, is very very important. Absolutely. How about hair love? This is a oh we've got, man, we've got yeah, we've got three that. directors. A, just a, yeah, sorry. Uh, you go ahead. You go first. I just nope, love, but nope. I love that as a fun film to watch. It is. It is. It's got th- it's three co-directors, and these are some serious people in terms of their involvement: Matthew A. Cherry, Everett Downing, and uh, Bruce W. Smith. So they're all they all come from a film background, but this is a film infused with love, right? Yes, exactly. And you know, Matthew A. Cherry comes not just from a film background; he now is kind of in a film background, but he really comes from a from a football background, right? And uh, so this is a great weekend to both open his film on across the country and to give him the Super Bowl to watch at the same time. Yeah, beautiful. And in the broad outlines of it, it's a father who uh, is attempting to uh, uh, help his daughter with her hair, with with uh, styling it. And yeah. and there's also again, this is one another film that is has an understated sort of a subtext to it. Which kind of hits you in the heart uh, by the time you by the time you get to the end of this film. It's a, a heartwarming film, right? It's def- it's definitely moving, and you know, especially right after this uh, horrible thing with Kobe Bryant. Matthew, I saw Matthew Cherry give an interview yesterday, saying Kobe had sent him a text saying, "Man, you you know, another sports guy in the mix for uh, animated uh, topics." So it's a it's a great film to see. It's a He's a great guy to be competing, and it's kind of fun that, that he's carrying on that legacy. Yeah. Uh, moving on to uh, what I think is another very engaging, entertaining, subtle 
subtext of a sort of a message, but it's all from the heart. And that would be Kit Bull, Rosanna uh, Sullivan and uh, Catherine Hendrickson's film. For me, you know, I, I have a dog and we have a dog. And uh, and so the message is love your dog. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. But- it's uh, it's so great. So heartwarming, fun. It's just the kind of it's a perfect little vignette of animals getting along together. And, you know, and it, it does make you really, I, I live, every time I see it, I think, ah, oh, yeah. I think of my dog and want to go home and well, and I'm and Carter. I'm a I'm a cat person, so the, the, okay. the so for for us, <laughs> cat and it's, cat and dog it's, people, it's all it's also fantastic. Yeah, so yeah. it's it is one of those cat dog people. We can all get together and say, <laughs> "Oh wow, this is kind of cool." It's very cool, very special, in in the way that she's able to animate the uh, not only the the kitty but also the the pit bull and hence kit bull. The, the title and and it's just beautiful it's a really yeah. nice film and heartwarming again so many of these films are from the heart and and that's what you find with short filmmakers right these passion projects yes and and it, it, their passion projects is they're from the heart and and the thing about the five animations you know animation is both about telling a story but it's also about a lot about the technique you know they don't get actors they have to invent their own and figure out how to make them work and all of that. And so one of the things that is really fun about this group of animations is that they're all different styles, different techniques, different ways of animating and and different ways of telling a visual story. So it's a it's both interesting and educational I think to see what what filmmakers are are doing and thinking about. And Kip, right. Kipple is certainly a it's different than the way Pixar normally tells a story. Absolutely. It is a Pixar. Well, they're from Pixar, and, and there's, right. there's a whole lot uh, about this collaboration with her fellow Pixarians in, in the making of this film, so uh, it's terrific. Uh, one of my favorite films in the whole shooting match here, of all the films, is Daughter. I, I just thought it was yep. a beautiful film, really amazingly well done for me. Uh, daughter tells the story of a, a, a young daughter in a moment with her sitting with her father who's in a hospital and reflecting back to a point in her life that really impacted the relationship they have. And it's, uh, it's just, it's different. It, 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 it feels, I don't know. What you, what do you think of daughter? Well, I thought it was fantastic. And you know, it's more poetry than a story. Yes. And I thought, you know, it's, it's definitely a story, but it's 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 a very emotional piece of filmmaking without any words. And the technique she uses, and this is kind of what I was alluding to, is that it, this is a very different uh, stop motion technique, and it's beautiful. Yes, it is. These these last two films, frankly, are films. This one and also memorable. That just the technique alone is worth worth being nominated because you look at it and you go, that is gorgeous. It's just something fabulous. Right. And and what Daria does in this film is the way that she's able to use kind of that stop motion in, in connection with the camera movement, which I've never seen in a stop motion used quite this way. So yeah. uh, I know what you're talking about. Uh, I'm not, but I think a, it's, I think it is groundbreaking. So I, I it's yeah. a beautiful story, but it's, but it is groundbreaking in the sense that it's, they're really using the art to push the craft. Right, right. Talk about uh, um, memorable because that's another one that's gotten a really a great reaction from a lot of people. 
uh, memorable, beautiful story. It, it tells a, a difficult story of Alzheimer's, but a very first uh, one that I've seen that is so deeply heartwarming and lovely. And uh, and what is interesting and, and enlightening about it is the the uh, he uses his character and changes throughout the their representations because the the main character is an artist so he looks a little bit in some scenes like a a van gogh uh painting he looks like he takes all different kinds of paintings from different art artistic styles as his in mental state changes so that he connects the the actual visuals and what's being said and thought with the way the character is expressed, and it's all based on styles of of uh, different artistic styles. Really, really amazing. Let's move on to live action. I thought uh, right. the cinema involved here. This is true. I mean, all of these are great filmmaking, but there's something about this this particular category where I, I feel like uh, the ability to condense a lot of dramatic information into a very compressed uh, time frame is a, is a mark of a real director, and that's what I think these all of these films have in common. I, I totally agree. These five films are some of the uh, honest, some of the best, fe- uh, you know, filmmaking features or or shorts of the, the we have some great feature film nominees this year but these are as good many cases they're better yeah than, than many of the features wherever you'd uh, like to begin and discussing uh, any of these so let's start with a sister i think that's a it's a, a this is an ex, an exciting film it's a it's a uh thriller uh type of film you and the interesting thing about this film is the way that they've chosen the point of view we sit we the audience sit in the back seat while this whole story unfolds and and it's so gripping and you don't realize that that it is because of where they positioned you as the observer but you feel like you were in the middle of this horrible circumstance that's unfolding and listening to the phone conversation she's having a she's a uh, having conversation with a police officer secretly, and it is the most tense and am- amazing uh, story that that I've seen in a long time. It really, really uh, is gripping. Yep, you're you're absolutely right. I, I agree with you. Uh, Brotherhood. I love Brotherhood. I thought one of the things that really struck me about this is the story. It takes place in Tunisia, a wife and two sons, and a man. Uh, one of the sons returning home from Syria. We're not sure exactly. This all kind of unfolds in the story. But I, what I liked about this film a lot was the nuance that this film brought to the story. I think there's a perception of the Arab Muslim diaspora that is that we don't quite get grasp the subtleties and the nuances in it, and I think this film does a wonderful job of bringing all that home. I think it absolutely does. And the other, the next film that is from Tunisia that is also shot in Tunisia was Nefta Football Club. Yeah, and that is uh, the total opposite. Brotherhood is a quite moving and tragic. Story. Nefta Football Club, hilarious, yes, and uh, very comedic, but beautifully done, beautifully shot, and and definitely, 
Uh, we have not shown the film to an audience that has not just been on the floor after the after they see it. It's a very clever film. Absolutely. You mentioned Brian Buckley earlier. Let's talk a little bit about Saria. This is uh, based on a true story, a true event uh, in Guatemala, uh, an orphanage where the these young w- girls were uh, physically, psychologically abused. And uh, and I don't know how much I want to give away beyond that, but go ahead, uh, chime in. Yeah. Brian, well, it's just yeah. Brian Brian has done an amazing job. Brian, you know, is he his uh, short filmmaking is really focused around uh, particular issues and uh, that he sees at, that are unjust. This was one of them that he heard on the radio, and uh, this story, the actual true story of this. Uh, um, 41 uh, young girls, orphans, that were killed in a in a orphanage in in Guatemala. Uh, they were being raped. It was it was horrible, uh, and and he does an amazing job of of delivering a very powerful film and and a real comment on that that issue. And then I, I have to say that uh, Marshall Curry, who is you know Marshall got nominated for his first film, was on was the film that. He, uh, the documentary of about Cory Booker when he became mayor of Newark. Street fight and yeah, street fight exactly. And so this, but this is his first foray into narrative filmmaking, and it's fantastic. It's a lovely story set in New York, uh, but everybody, all of us who have ever lived in any kind of apartment, know, uh, know, can picture ourselves exactly in the same situation. Right. It's a. Amazing story, right? It Maybe. is very, again, a very emotional, very engaging film, and it and another film that sort of sneaks up on you. Uh, in it terms sneaks of up on you, and you realize actually, it, it is. And this is one thing that is lovely about this film: you realize all, you realize how easy it is to trivialize our own lives and the wonderful things that that we have been each blessed with. And you really, this film really helps you say readjust and say, whoa. I I am lucky, and I realize how lucky, and these people realize how lucky they are in the movie. And, Absolutely, and that's a lovely, a, a very nice and powerful um, piece of filmmaking. We've got about five minutes left, and I want to try and cover all uh, all of the documentary films. Okay, and uh, I again another instance where uh, where you are looking at just terrific filmmaking. Uh, let's start with what do you want to start with? How about so? Can I say? Can I just say these are the best docs I've seen the long, the most watchable fun docs uh, that we've had. I, I don't think any of them are fun. I'm just saying that yeah, they're yeah. interesting stories. Uh, I want to start with the Korean one. In the absence. Well, in the absence, it is tragic. It is uh, unbelievable. It's a story that all of us kind of heard about and we don't really know anything about. Uh, but it's the the story of the ship that. Uh, the, the ferry that turned over and uh, and hundreds of kids were killed, and the government neglect shocker must see. Yeah, absolutely. Then you, you do you do the next one, but okay. that, yeah, yeah, no, that's great. That. perfect. Yeah, absolutely. It's 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 uh, it's a failure. It's an institutional failure that just knocks you off your feet to to watch. And the fact that there's footage from inside the ferry as it's beginning to sink uh. is is yeah, it's too much. Uh, St. Louis Superman. Uh, this is Smitri uh, Mundra's film about a, a, a guy who was a battle rapper, Bruce Franks Jr., who, who after uh, 
what happened in Ferguson decides he's going to he's going to take it upon himself to do something about it. And I I really like this film a lot. And uh, Bruce uh, Bruce Franks Jr. is a compelling subject, amazing uh, in terms of what he the sacrifice he gives in order to to do something for his community. I just absolutely loved. I love this film. I love it too. And I you know and it's great. Uh, they do they really ground it in. Uh, it's really a story of a dad right. who right. wakes up and says, you know what, the, if I don't do something about our our society, it is going to be terrible forever. And I'm going to do this for my kid, my son, and if it doesn't, and, and you know, and I may have a horrible life because of that, or certainly not the life I, I wanted to have. But uh, because it's tough, being, a, being in politics and in any kind of government is really difficult but you know he wants to change he sets out to change right. uh the, so that his son doesn't grow up the way he grew up he, he, two of his brothers are one in prison and one was killed and it's a and that to me was a really arresting and uh heartwarming yeah absolutely a- outcome Okay, we've got three more in about two minutes. Okay. okay, we've got Life Overtakes Me. Again, this is the beauty of documentary films, a subject I knew nothing about, and now I know, and now I, it's it's part of the, it, it ties in with the immigration, the refugee issues around the world, but also what happens when children are subjected to amazingly depressing pressure, right? Yes, exactly. And, and just kind of the flip side of that is learning to skateboard in a war zone. Uh, it, as a girl, it's uh, it's a war zone. Girls learning to go to school and learning to skateboard, and and you also see this same uh, kind of uncertainty. People tackling tackling it in a different way, and in fact, this way, these are uh, young young kids uh, who have an opportunity to go to school and and are are in the middle, staying in the war zone rather than fleeing, and who are. Uh, every day possibly can get killed, but they they really battle through it. And and so I I I did feel in some way that those two films were were an interesting pair. Right, one's a little more optimistic than the other one, but they're both great films. Uh, the last yes. one we have is uh, what am I forgetting? Um, cha cha, yeah, walk, run, cha cha. Another uh, immigrant refugee story. Another positive film certainly what would you say about that? yes i say it's very positive it's a lovely well and i have a friend uh a friend whose wife uh, in india this is a, of all things one of our our team in india his wife is a tango dancer and and you know india tango doesn't never i that was like uh, i couldn't believe that was true but you can see and and they and so his wife who is a charming person talks often about it the the therapeutic qualities of dance. And it, this was a great story just to kind of see this additional way of relating to each other through dance is a, is a really, used in these immigrants' lives, has really created a positive, fun life uh, for them. Yep, yep. Well, Carter Pilcher, that is just about all the time we have. And I, uh, I thank you once again. Thank you so much for, for coming here. Uh, Carter, how can people find out more? They, can they go to shorts.tv? Yes. yes. Shorts.tv forward slash the Oscar Shorts. The and Oscar you can uh, release and put in the 
the your your location and figure out where your where the closest theater is to you that's showing the shorts. And you can buy tickets directly from the website. Fantastic. Thank, thank you again. Uh, I love it when you're on uh, to talk about these things. And every year, the Oscars get better and better. The, the short program gets better. Thanks to you and the people who make, who support short, uh, short program. Well, thank you, Ed. It's great. And go see and go support these filmmakers there. Absolutely. They deserve it. Carter Pilcher, okay. thank you so Take much. Take care. Take care. Bye. Thank you, Mike. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.